0: i would say i was the complete opposite i was in and out relationships i, I didn't go a long time without being in a relationship
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was like the girls that i dated where well, they were like we had talks about marriage and mm-hmm. it just seemed like they was ready to go but subconsciously for myself i was just like i wasn't there emotionally and mentally hi welcome to the 7th of june podcast i'm
1: sequoia
0: My name is Rodney, and we're here to talk about life, marriage, parenting, and everything in
1: between. Let's get started. Okay, so today we're talking about how we met, how we came together, some of the things that led us into marriage. I'll start with where I was when I met you. So when I met you, you and I knew each other online. That was the the time of meeting people through social media not being, um, well, I don't know. It was still a little weird, but as long as you had mutual friends, it was okay at that time. So I had met your roommate uh, from college at the Legacy Conference, which if you don't know, the Legacy Conference was this um, big Christian conference at Moody Bible Institute. It would happen every summer. Uh, it would be um, these big name speakers, John Piper and uh, Francis Chan has been there. Um, Matt Chandler, that's where I discovered him. So uh, a lot of but also a huge emphasis on Christian hip hop. So I went there and I had met your roommate from college. And when we connected, he had put me in this like Facebook group he had with other believers and He would post devotionals and ask other people to do them. And uh, you want to take it from there?
0: So, yeah, um, he would, you know, post devotionals uh, weekly and he would ask random people to uh, post devotionals. And he asked me to do it. And this happened maybe uh, three or four weeks before I moved to Chicago. And I posted my devotional and uh, Sequoia was the first person to like it. And at the time, I didn't know who she was because in that group, I knew a majority of the people because a lot of people was our uh, college friends. So I was curious about who she was. So I clicked on her name and went to her page and figured out that she was from Chicago. So my natural instinct was to um, contact her because, like I said, I was moving to Chicago to uh, study urban ministry at Trinity Um, international and I didn't know anybody in Chicago at the time so my hope was to get connected and possibly have her help me to get connected to some churches and some roommates because I already had a place set up but I was hoping to get some roommates for accountability purposes because I didn't want to live by myself so we first got connected through facebook and mm-hmm. she I tried okay. helping me out mm-hmm. and reached out to some people see if they were looking for roommates and things like that but she couldn't help me out so i ended up moving to blue island um and the first church that i attended was uh sequoia's church
1: do you uh, want to say where you moved from
0: oh uh, i moved from uh elkart indiana i'm originally from Elkhart, um indiana
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so yeah i moved from there to blue island illinois it's a small suburb right outside of chicago on the south side sequoia invited me uh to her church uh progressive baptist church and um we started going i I visited a couple of times and then it got to a point where i just wanted to know her a little bit more Mm -hmm. and um it wasn't uh my intention wasn't to pursue sequoia as uh as in a
1: relationship. Though. In a relationship mm-hmm. or as
0: a potential wife because I was in a position where I felt like I needed to mature um, mm-hmm. as a man and God before I pursued any woman mm-hmm. as a potential wife because mm-hmm. I just felt like I wasn't there.
1: So what um, changed your mind?
0: God. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I think after our first initial, because uh, like I said, like after visiting the churches a couple of times and then us having small talk. Um, after church um, like I said I just want you know just to get you know a little better and then um, us having that conversation at Starbucks just really sparked my curiosity mm-hmm. even more because I just thought that you was just a really dope woman
1: so so what was what was something that stuck out to you about me when we first met or what, were, what was your initial impressions
0: I think your uh, your intelligence, your confidence, and I think just overall, like, how you conducted yourself as a woman. Yeah, just, I can't remember, like, all your responses to certain things, but I, I just felt like um, just your thoughts about the topics that we were talking about, like, really uh, stuck out to me. But you said a couple of things that was just like, man, like, this this woman is, like, really intelligent.
1: Well, I would say just from my end, I think when I was um, first being introduced to you, I also wasn't necessarily looking for a relationship. So I was just kind of exploring life and becoming an adult and like seeing all that is um, all that comes with that. Um, So I was... I was kind of good. I was in a good place, but I had been single for at least five years. Um, when we, was it five years when we met? No, it was five years when we got married. But like four years, I was single, and purposefully so. I, I really can say I was waiting for my husband. Now I know that for for sure because you were the the first person that I ended up dating and ended up marrying. Yeah,
0: and I would say I was the complete opposite. Like I was. In and out of uh, relationships, I, I didn't go a long time without being in a relationship, mm-hmm. and it was like the girls that I dated. Well, they were like we had talks about marriage, and it mm-hmm. just seemed like they was ready to go. But subconsciously, for myself, I was just like I wasn't there emotionally and, ment- uh, and mentally. Um, yeah. i I think i would lead them on and say like yeah you know i love you and you know like that yeah we can definitely do this and blah 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 Mm -hmm. but um yeah it it, it wasn't true it wasn't true like it Mm -hmm. it was still like yeah i'm not sure about this like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a for sure feeling but and at the same time it wasn't christ-centered relationships you know it was uh, relationships where you know sex was involved and even though the girls I dated were believers in God um, we weren't actively pursuing God the together. way that we we're supposed to mm-hmm. yeah it wasn't doing it together mm-hmm. even after I gave my life to Christ uh, my sophomore year of college like I was still in relationships that I shouldn't have um, been in and I tried to I I yeah it was, it was me just doing my thing outside of you know what God wanted me to do yeah um, so like to pursue a Christian relationship, I just kind of felt like, man, I need to be on point if I'm really going to do this. Because i would never had um, a Christian relationship yeah. before.
1: By on point, did you mean perfect?
0: No, nah, not perfect. It's just in a better space, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I didn't have that maturity mm-hmm. to pursue a woman.
1: Mm-hmm. And then our dating life let's talk about that so how did you feel that changed when we actually started to date and then you were saying oh the women were leading the conversation on marriage before but in our relationship it was you that was leading
0: the conversation yeah uh, yeah it it, it completely shifted shifted. 180 (laughs) for sure the more i got to know you even though it was a, a short time like I just kind of felt like, man, if she ain't it, then like, I don't know who, wow. who is, you know, like yeah. that's, that was kind of my attitude. Mm-hmm. And, um, but at the same time, like there was still some hesitation. Cause like, I know myself is like, man, can I, can I really do this? Can I really right. be the husband that, you know, is required of me, yeah. um, and, you know, leading a wife and, um, or even just the relationship part, like just having a, a, a Christ centered, dating yeah. life yeah. you know like i I, yeah. I never um experienced that before so right.
1: yeah.
0: pursuing yeah. that um yeah. with you um was uh something that it i was, a was.
1: First.
0: yeah it was the first something that i was nervous about didn't want to mess up and uh it's like i told people before though it's like because people ask me like man how did you know that she What's was that the one question, or right? you know yes, sure. and so what i told them is like i my prayer to god was if she ain't it, then stop. you are gonna have to stop me because right. I'm I'm going for it. Yeah. You know, so it's like you gotta show me a a, a clear side, yeah. you know, because I'm all in, God. So if, if she ain't the one, then you gotta make it real clear for me because, right, right. Um, yeah, my heart was like I'm I'm pushing for it. Yeah. So.
1: so um, so then we dated for three months, mm-hmm. and then and we got engaged. Yeah, And uh, we were engaged for six months Before we got married mm-hmm. So what were each of those Times like for you?
0: The dating life I would say it was fun It was fun because like And also like I kind of see it as like a uh something that I was like in you know like a, a romantic movie
1: It yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> where because at, at the time that. like our schedules were, were really tight like yeah. it was hard for us to spend time with one another so yeah. like we yeah. did all that we, we could, could yeah, um to you know just spend time with one another like yeah. i remember um because we were we both worked at yeah Ram christian after school program <laughs> so we we'll get off work. What eight thirty?
1: You yeah. Uh, we that's right. Did you? Yeah. So you got off at seven thirty. I got off at eight thirty. Yeah. So and, there um, were
0: times where we would meet up
1: just to go home together.
0: Or go home together. Or, or, off, or I, yeah. I remember one time where we met up at a, a restaurant like right downtown. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's closed now, and it was like one like a, his, a staple in Chicago. What like is a, it? I can't remember of it, but like the the pandemic uh messed it up and like it's
1: not open anymore it's not
0: open anymore i i definitely forgot the name though
1: so we met downtown after i got off
0: yeah after you wow. got off. yeah Yep. Yeah. so um uh, like i remember small stuff like that where we were just like
1: yeah we did a lot of downtown things now that i think about it i feel like we were always in that near north area
0: because it worked like Taking the CTA. The work. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. The train, it was easy. It was easy for yeah. us. Once your car died. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember my birthday. Like, we, uh, birthday was we great. just kind of, I like, which exactly. I enjoy. Like, I was still fresh to Chicago. I just enjoyed just exploring downtown. Like, we were just walking around just and taking just pictures taking and... pictures and just doing random stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say the dating life was, uh, was fun. Um, the engagement i would say the engagement was probably it was hard for it me it was
1: stressful for sure yeah emotionally sure. Yeah. mentally
0: um and i think the hardest part was uh um because we we know we didn't have a lot of money you know yeah. we uh you know we we had a uh we did a fundraiser we did um, to raise money for our wedding mm-hmm. and i had to put uh like my pride aside um for that so it was it, it was that and then like dealing with like you know not a lot of people were upfront about us, you know, getting married, um what many would consider fast, you mm-hmm. know, because we only dated for three months and then we were engaged and then got married six months um later. Um so like just dealing um with that, um and yeah, just like planning for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was it like, is yeah it it's stressful Like even though we uh has
1: a say
0: yeah even though want. we had a, a small wedding
1: <laughs> as small as we uh, <laughs> could <make> it. <laughs> it was still stressful I so like
0: i can only imagine what it's like for right, people that we really had everybody yeah wanted, yeah you know? yeah. So. yeah i would say the engagement part wasn't as fun so i had the attitude of like man i I just want this day to be like let this day get here yeah so we could just yeah get it out of the way yeah (laughs) you know like man like let's just make it happen and get past this phase um because i i ain't uh feeling the engagement
1: (laughs) (laughs) it could have been more fun i think if we had not put so much stock in it. I think there were lots of and I, I and it wasn't like we were we weren't like um like I was not a bridezilla. He was not a groomzilla nah, type of person. We no. were really like um I I wanted something nice, decent and cheap. Yeah. I was not well, about we, to go into debt over no wedding even though I wanted something nice. I wanted something um you know, coat, what was not cozy? Um,
0: well, you yeah, had no choice but to cheap. Yeah, That's true.
1: <laughs> well, we did have a choice. We could have went into over. Oh, you're you right. And you, we chose right. not to. Yeah, we chose not <laughs> to. That <laughs> was not how we wanted to yeah. start a lot. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think, I and at the time, I felt like there were so many um, options for us. Like, I think we did the best we could with what we had. Yeah. I believe that's that. true. Yeah. I believe that. But hey, that was just our first wedding. <laughs> <Next>. <laughs> what do you, <mean? laughs> you mean? I w I wanna want do another I wanna do a, a ceremony, maybe year twenty. What year is this? Nine? yeah 15 we have we we'd have to start saving right now but it's almost year nine that's right it's almost year, yeah, year nine. Yeah. we never we didn't even say that we've been married for eight and a half years yeah it'll be nine in on the 7th of june of course uh-huh. what were some marriage misconceptions that you had before we were married i can start with this so i'll say that um so I before you, I hadn't lived with a man before. That's also important to note. Um, and so I thought that we were just going to have a hard time getting alone purely because we were of opposite sex. <laughs> just Damn. of the way things were. I just thought we wouldn't. Once we lived together, we mm-hmm. would not, you know, get along. We didn't live together before we got married. We waited until after the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, to my surprise, thank God, I felt like we worked well together and, and things went pretty smoothly as far as uh, us complimenting each other. Like we, like I felt like I cooked, you cleaned, I... um uh, you know, we both worked jobs that were similar times, so we would we would be separated, but still be talking all the time. We'd come back together, and it would be I I, I felt like we had a smooth transition. We were all so that was another big one. We were so worried about that first year. That's mm-hmm. what you know. Something that we did when we were engaged is we sat with a uh, with a bunch of Christian married couples, either together or separately. And ask them about marriage and and just try to to wean some wisdom from people who were like minded in seeking Christ in their relationship and um that's what everybody said to us. I I don't remember anyone saying, no, first year is easy. Wait till you get to the fifth. <laughs> no, nobody said that to us. Um. So we, we really did have a smooth first couple of years. There were bumps in the road for sure. It's not like we never argued, but that was one of the things we rarely argued. Like we, it was such a respectful, I would say, relationship between the two of us, which I thought was, beautiful and I'm I'm grateful for that.
0: I don't know the misconceptions that I necessarily had. Well, I think going off what you were saying, I talked to as many men as I could. Like number one question that I would ask them was um like what was their, you know, biggest difficulty in going into like their first year of marriage and um you know, they, they pretty much said the same thing like you just said like you know your first year is going to be you know, uh super difficult y'all going you're going to find yourself arguing over stuff that ain't you know super necessary or whatever the case may be but um so I was nervous about that like man what like what's going to be so hard like what is going to be hard for us um going into our first year of marriage but our first couple of years was like was smooth yeah. um, I mean we definitely had like our disagreements but it wasn't to like the extreme that um, a lot of the guys you know were talking about Um, but going into the first year or going into marriage like I really didn't know what to expect you know because my heart was to have a Christ centered marriage and um, my first uh, witness of that was when I was living with Brian and um heidi who are they i was was about to explain it so uh (laughs) (laughs) so brian and heidi um they are uh a couple that live on the west side of chicago you
1: gotta tell them everything Uh, but i want to share
0: like i want to share like you know how i got connected so um they're like they're A white couple that are intentional about living um, in the hood on the west side of Chicago and their ultimate goal is, you know, to disciple. Um, uh, Well, Brian, you know, is intentional about bringing in young men to live in the home and disciple them. So I got connected to Brian through a program called Slam. At the time, I was transitioning to moving closer into the city. So Brian invited me into his home. So I was able to live with Brian and Heidi um, for six months until I got married. So, yeah, um, like, I didn't know, I really didn't know what, like, a, a Christ-centered marriage um, looked like, you know? Um, so, like, I I don't know if I had, like, any real expectations. Like, I was just a, uh, how would I say, an open book, mm-hmm. I would say, and just, like, or just having the mindset of learning as I go um, and not having, like, I don't know, I want to say it was almost a good thing that I didn't, you know, because... Yeah like sleep. that i yeah like like that i didn't have like okay our marriage should look like this because this is why i grew up under you know like I, mm-hmm. I think because if i had that mindset it probably would have damaged mm-hmm. it, in a way it mm-hmm. probably would have damaged our marriage because i would uphold our marriage to what i seen like growing up instead of like just taking it from scripture
1: how have uh the misconceptions been corrected um so you said you didn't have an idea of marriage so but you you're saying you didn't have any misconceptions of what you thought marriage should be like
0: no like i, I like because like, like i said like i never i didn't know like necessarily what like what a christian marriage was supposed yeah. to look like you know mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. um i mean i've definitely heard of misconceptions but like it wasn't like i, I didn't go into marriage like oh dang like you know man i thought marriage was supposed to be like this you know like this is what i learned you know like i i really went into it like i'm trying to learn as much as i can as fast as i can because like i don't want to mess this up you know like knowing that you know we're definitely going to like throughout our our marriage like we're going to continue to learn and grow yeah you know exactly so like i went into marriage just thinking like okay let me just take it one day at a time and Learn what I need to learn, um, so I can be the best husband that I can possibly be for sure. Um, uh, without you know comparing it to like a
1: another Christian husband or
0: another Christian husband or just following a misconception. Like, I, I wasn't following what I thought marriage should be, it was mm-hmm. more so me of just learning as I went, mm-hmm. you know, and then just taking advice from people.
1: I'm trying to think of any other misconceptions before. We... Oh, I was gonna say, I did think that I think it's noted that when we got married there were not all of these vlogs or profiles of like Christian couples all over the internet Mm -hmm. and then or the hashtag relationship goals, <laughs> <laughs> you know. They, they, that wasn't. I I can't say that was a thing. Uh-huh. Like at that time, yeah. it was all about like people who were doing vlogs was usually one yeah. person. Yeah. Not that they they weren't out there because they were. I'm sure. But like now, it's it feels like it's everywhere. Every Christian yeah. couple got a podcast, and we're uh-huh. we're now we're in the yeah now we're in that pool, but. Um, so there was a lot less to relate it to and it's easy to put something out that might look better than what is really going on Mm -hmm. in your relationship and I think that's probably another reason we didn't have a lot to compare to and I I'm grateful even now that all of these people are out I've never said oh I wish we were like Mm -hmm. such and such couple Mm -hmm. I wish we were more like oh I wish such and such however Tab and Chance have good skin and they are like a decade older than us (laughs) they look young but anyway
0: I mean but that's if if you are comparing yourself that's a dangerous place to be in um, because every marriage is different
1: so what have been some um joys um of marriage what what was the benefit of marriage for you or Man.
0: so you commented on this when I was expressing what I said earlier about how I felt inadequate um in pursuing a wife because I felt like I needed to mature, and you said that you believed that I was looking at the wrong way because God placed you in my my life to um help me to mature. As a Christian and I believe that is one of um the greatest benefits that I have mm.
1: experienced. And um, vice versa, for sure. I think yeah. it works both ways.
0: Yeah, so I, I personally believe that as a man of God, like yes, I don't want people to think like you know, people that are struggling with singleness. Like, I don't want them to get the idea. Oh, I need to be married so I can. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, nah, nah. Hey, you. Let's get nah, married. Nah, You gotta understand that. You know, God works with people differently, and um, so I've I've been extremely blessed by you. Like, you push me in a way that. Um. um I would say i haven't been pushed before how i've developed as a man um god has definitely used you and i don't believe that i would be where i'm at spiritually um currently um if god um didn't place you in my life um the way that he did i know that sounds could say like people always say like you know you you and my wife made me better and this and that but it's like it's legit like mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm constantly stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly stretched. Like, I'm constantly, like, every day is a reminder of, like, how I need to be better um, as mm-hmm. a husband. Like, how I need to serve you better. How I need to grow. Like, there is no, like, what I've been thinking lately. Like, there is, like, no real destination mm. when it comes mm-hmm. to marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, Good it's sure. a continued... Learning process for a, um,
1: for something that might that's never perfect.
0: Yeah, like there's like there's no ultimate end goal when it comes to marriage. There's only getting better, you know, day by day and mm-hmm. continue and continuing to like learn from your mistakes mm-hmm. and like I said, like I, I feel like I'm constantly being stretched. You know, like I'm mm-hmm. constantly being pushed to um like get beside myself. And um, ultimately, like, lean on God to, you know, be the man that God wants me to be. So, you know, I can lead you the way that mm-hmm. um, I need to lead you. For
1: so. sure. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, um, it it's similar. I would say it's been a joy to have the opportunity to think less of myself and more of others. You know, considering yourself and now our foster son. Um, when I'm even making a plan for my day, I probably ask you every single day that you're here, what, (laughs) what's your plans for today or what do you have today? Just so I'm knowledgeable and thinking about them and not assuming that you'll take care of everything about leaving do what I want, you know? So, but also just having uh, personally, just, just for you specifically watching you, grow and watching you like uh, you get up much earlier than I do just to spend time with God which is a blessing for me to pray with friends you guys are getting up early to to try to connect your time zones and pray together you know what I mean being able to see you grow in your faith in that way and being consistent and um just like Anytime that I catch you worshiping or I catch you in a room with your Bible open is a blessing to me. And like that is one of those things that make me feel like, yes, I married the right man because that's what I want to walk in on. You know, that's what I want to see in in my home. <laughs> that's what I want our children to see. And for now, foster child. But that's what I want them to see is like dad's reading his word you know <laughs> by himself you know what mm-hmm. I mean um and chasing after for after God so it's encouraging to me like if I were still single like I'd i I'd, I'd really need to be around people to grow in my faith anyway you know what mm-hmm. I mean so having you here in our home and like um seeing you makes me accountable mm-hmm. to you know in that yeah. same way or even us like how we went to breakfast this morning and just read a little bit of what I'm reading in the scriptures now, which is like, that's something that I, I think is going to make our relationship survive is like how much time we're spending with God together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's been a joy for me. What about struggles?
0: What's well, some struggles that we overcame or like struggles um, in general the family has been our biggest struggle um just growing up in two different backgrounds, having two different perspectives, not handling you know every situation the best has definitely hurt um our relationship and that's been a root of a lot of our arguments. family has would say how to um and Interact with extended family has been our biggest struggle. Other struggles, I would say, like you said, uh, lately we've been like being around each other more. Um, mm. So you said, you know, we've been noticing different things about each other, and uh, I would just say, yeah, just rubbing up against. Yeah so it's like in a way we kind of nitpick it you know because of our like annoyance you know so like that has been a struggle um lately yeah even like how to be able to serve you well when the pleasure of serving you is a struggle you know when it seems more like work than pleasure Mm. you know like how to get over um that hump Mm -hmm. but it's like i shouldn't have the mindset of like wanting to be pleased in the midst of my service to you like Mm because if you think about jesus jesus wasn't happy go lucky when he was on the cross Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like he wasn't like i'm so happy i'm on the cross Mm -hmm. i'm serving y'all y'all see me Mm -hmm. you know like so i shouldn't um you know, have that, that mindset because like that really displays my service to you, like when it's hard, you know, like is 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 my heart still there? Like am I willing to give my all even when, you know, marriage is is, is difficult, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: So What about some struggles we've overcome in the last eight and a half years?
0: Well I would say the family thing. I I think, you know, uh <laughs>
1: i mean we're not there
0: yet but like god's revelation um Mm -hmm. to me lately Mm -hmm. i would say has been a breakthrough for me and i would say for you as as well so Mm -hmm. i would say that is something that i'm thankful that god has made clear um, Mm -hmm. because i think i had the mindset of even though i recognize my wrongs i was Mm -hmm. still I kinda had the mindset of like, you know, I know what I need to do, but you ain't doing what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. which was I'm gonna work. wait, you go first. <laughs> God, you do it first. <laughs> so um like I was still like pointing a finger at you, but God was pointing the finger at me the entire mm-hmm. time. You know, coming out I preach, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. But guys, like, nah, brother, you still ain't there. Mm. You know, like, yo, yo, heart. You still don't get I mean, Yeah, yo, God yo. be so, it's
1: <laughs> so shit <so laughs> with us.
0: Like, yo, uh, your heart is, like, my heart was in the right place as far as, like, my mindset and um, like, serving our families and, like, in, in like, having a, a gracious and a very forgiving, um, mindset. But at the same time, I still wasn't where I needed to be, um, in serving you well Mm -hmm. and serving my family well Mm -hmm. or in your family Mm -hmm. because like i said like i still was like pointing a finger at you like hey Mm -hmm. i'm here spiritually you need to catch up what you doing Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. but god was like nah brother you 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 ain't serving your wife right in Mm -hmm. this you know you think you know what you're doing but you don't Mm you still falling way short so um so yeah I would
1: say, um I think we've come a long way into in two areas I would say, um finances, I feel like that has been man, that's a trial within itself it's I feel like if you compare our first year of marriage to till now, I feel like we just spent it as it came. We were for sure paycheck to paycheck first wow. first year well, we, we I mean we didn't have much to work with like that's I, true I, I you were working in. at a non profit and I was uh Uh, AmeriCorps member so I wasn't I was a essentially I was a paid volunteer I wasn't I made like twelve thousand dollars that year and but that was because I was working for my loans to be paid off like I was working for them to put money on my loans you know so and
0: we remember we had no car I think our first six months seven um,
1: months yeah we We made it
0: work but sometimes like I kind of like not to
1: Don't get off topic. I'm not going get
0: off topic. Like, really quick, okay. really quick. Because it's like we were – I would say because our income wasn't um, – what we wanted it to be mm-hmm. and uh we were living paycheck to paycheck we were definitely tighter with Frugal, our money for sure we were definitely Groupon tighter, and every I, weekend and i, I missed that Groupon because like weekend. now i just feel like oh we got the money it's i could so just true. buy this you that's know, so like, true
1: you know, we don't so... have to go to ihop for breakfast anymore <laughs> yeah. this or even true.
0: ihop what you mean like ihop, IHop was cheap yeah, in, it, in a way it was kind of a luxury too what? <laughs>
1: This, is, this morning like why don't we go to IHOP for old times sake we were at IHOP all the time that's where we went for breakfast I swear <laughs> we went to the IHOP right off of Cicero we really we did we
0: made it, yeah. so, but it's like now like I, I still think about like how we, we I mean we definitely still have a budget and we come up with now a plan and, and a, stuff we didn't like have that a budget but we, we don't it's still like, okay, I can buy it. Like, we, we got the money. Like, it's not like how it was, like, oh, we don't have the money. Like, right. I, I can't, you right. know? Like, I was
1: always checking our account yeah. at the time. Yeah. I was like, let me check the account yeah. before I it. So it's this.
0: like having more money. And uh, it's not,
1: it's, it, it, that's actually wasn't what, what, what I was speaking about. I wasn't p- speaking about having more money. I was speaking about Knowing where our money goes We are consistent With our budget meetings We have budget meetings yeah. Where we talk about Our finances And what where They are for Where they are going And then we also have um, We have um, Check ins Which we haven't talked about yet But the check ins have been um a conflict resolver. It's been a space for us to, to bring up what other yeah. uh whatever offenses or conflicts that we've had with each other mm-hmm. and um but also praise each other for the things that we're noticing. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know, thank you for doing this. I noticed you've been doing that, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So it has been mm-hmm. helpful. How has God shown up in our marriage?
0: Uh that was still here. <laughs> yeah, no. I would say just the the simple things, like you know how our love has grown, you know, throughout the years. How we're been been able to change, adapt, and you know continue to grow um, within our marriage. Um, you know how we've been able to work through different uh, disagreements, arguments. Um, I mean, because it's 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 arguments that people get a divorce over, you sure. know, that they can't get past. Mm-hmm. And um, so how we've been able to work through different uh, disagreements, arguments, um, things of that nature,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, yeah, I would say through those small things.
1: Yeah. What hopes do you have for our future? Uh, I would say... uh. I'll say this
0: podcast, man. You, <laughs> it, it, might be a surprise to you because you've been trying to. Um... It's been a
1: while.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, months. If y'all don't over, know, man, yeah. Sequoia has been. uh She's been the one that's like really. So we started what we bought this equipment what two years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. We about bought this equipment
0: about two year years. No, it's been. We it's bought in the summer. It be bought
1: early in... summer. Yeah. Yeah. Early like, su- yeah, early summer. So, almost two Over, years. Almost two years. Almost yeah. two
0: years. Uh, we bought this equipment. And uh, the initial goal was to... Uh, um, you know put our marriage on display to be a blessing to um other people because i think we noticed like how god was using us and yeah, like how in we yeah in our friends lives and you know, how we've been striving to be an encouragement to or other strangers people. or even strangers you know yeah. remember
1: that lady in tennessee? Yeah. Was that tennessee yeah that was tennessee we was in nashville yeah so anyway go ahead
0: yeah so uh I think the more we do it, uh, it, like like I said, like the last time you know we did we we talked about a random topic and we would just playing it, you know, we played it after we recorded the session, and I just thoroughly enjoy like listening, mm-hmm. um, to us, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm just like, man, if I enjoy this, like, who else is going to enjoy mm-hmm. this, you know? And even mm-hmm. the conversation that we're having, um, right now, um, it uh, it's like I I've been i've been enjoying it you know like it's making me um excited it's like okay like i'm ready for the next yeah. um session next time we record uh mm-hmm. another episode um mm-hmm. so and this is just cool like i don't know i think it's it might be just like being behind the mic you yeah. know like i think it's something about it that excites me uh for those of you that don't know i uh well start i started off doing spoken word yeah. uh and i was pretty heavy in doing that early mm-hmm. 20s to mid 20s and then i transitioned to rapping and I don't know, I feel like any time I come behind, i mic, like, I just, I just come alive. Feel so it, uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. part, like that's part of it too. Like where I'm just like, I'm so happy to just yeah. to be doing this. So yeah, but I am excited um, about this podcast and just wondering what it's going to turn into. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about this multiple times that our goal is to glorify God mm-hmm. um, with this um, and he's going to use it however he wants. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, my hopes for our future is, um, well, yeah, just being a good influence on other people. And we talk about family, but you and I are our own family. So I'm just looking forward to expanding that and growing in that way and just continuing to welcome people in our home and, and hopefully to the family of God. But just wherever God wants to take us, definitely I tell you all the time I want to travel with you Like I can't wait to, till our next trip You know things like that But yeah I just want to see where, where the Lord has um, aligned our paths to go And and um, how he is going to get the glory out of it mm-hmm. So what advice do you have for those who want to be married one day?
0: Man, that's a good question. Uh, what's you go first? Uh, <laughs> I gotta think
1: through this. Um, I I would say it's important to know what marriage is about. There's a that's that's a important one. Let me mm-hmm. see real quick. Um, I think it is um important to think about if you are a person who would like to be married long term. <laughs> are you in this? Till death. <laughs> like. Are you planning to stay with this one person. Um, you know. till the end. Or is there like a deal breaker for you. Is there something that you're like. No nah, I can't take this. I think that's something mm-hmm. you've got to examine. For yourself. Before saying yes I am a person. Who wants to be married. Um, I also think like. Um, that if you are a believer you need to know what god's design for marriage is read and reread and read again genesis 3 read and reread and read again ephesians 5 um and um second corinthians what's the love chapter one no first corinthians yeah
0: first corinthians i think chapter six.
1: Six. Oh, uh oh! Yeah, look up. I think I it's chapter six. Yeah, it's chapter, chapter yeah, six. As chapter well. six yeah. Um, but yeah, I think if you are seeking to have a biblical marriage, you must know first what that is and what it entails.
0: Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, well, I mean, just going off what you were saying, like really understanding what marriage is, and to, like to add to that, gain an understanding of what it truly means to love sacrificially, mm. you know, because mm-hmm. um, you know, people, you know, say like, yeah, I'm gonna love you unconditionally, and you just have the general concept.
1: Oh, it's in every R&B song. Yeah, so it's like... It's just a fun word to add now. Yeah. It's got the right amount of syllables.
0: So yeah, it, it just, like, the general concept of love and unconditionally is like, no matter what you do, like, I'm gonna love you, exactly. always. But, like, to truly love sacrificially is to really to really gain an understanding of that and what that looks like um i think it will benefit um a lot of people because like it's just kind of been hitting me hard lately like going back to the whole family thing to understand like to understand now how i could have loved you better in the midst of our arguments and our disagreements when it came to that God revealed to me that i wasn't loving you sacrificially and our greatest example of loving sacrificially is is Jesus mm-hmm. and uh Jesus you know died for our sins, like he you know took on our sins, you know and uh you know died for us, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's our greatest example and it's it's a a deep understanding that like loving your spouse at times is gonna hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's gonna um yeah. it's gonna constantly you know take you outside of your comfort zone, so you ultimately have to learn what it looks like to constantly deny yourself or what it means to die to self mm-hmm. to love your spouse the way that they should be loved and i'm trying to think of you know what uh, john piper was saying. i just oh i'm gonna throw this out there read moment momentary marriage that's mm-hmm. it right
1: this momentary marriage yeah this
0: momentary marriage yeah. by uh, john piper okay. my gosh mm. That book right there Yeah, maybe
1: we'll have a little thing about books that could be read on marriage or even a synopsis of it in other episodes. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, we can do that.
0: Um, but uh yeah, I can't remember the quote that John Piper shared, but um, it just makes me like, yeah, just think about like what it means to love your your spouse um sacrificially and yeah,
1: yeah,
0: John Piper says something along the lines of like your you should be okay with your discomfort knowing that it's going to bring your spouse comfort, Mm -hmm. you know? So in pursuing and loving, pursuing, you know, loving your wife. Well, Mm. um, it's going to bring some discomfort, but you have to understand like that discomfort is going to lead to comfort, um, for your spouse. So you should be more concerned about your spouse comfort than your own comfort. Um, so yeah i would say ultimately to gain a deep understanding of what it means to love sacrificially and not just have the general knowledge of loving unconditionally because everybody like oh yeah no matter what you do i love you but it's Mm -hmm. like when it comes down to it like what does that really mean for you even when it hurts deeply and it's and, and it may not have to do with something that your spouse has done wrong against you it could mean like what does it mean to love my, my spouse in this moment? How can I love her best um, in this situation? Mm-hmm. Even though I don't understand like what might come from this, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I may not see the other end of this, but like how can I love her in this moment to just, you know, make things better for us, you mm-hmm. know?
1: so Yeah, and I would say if you're a young married couple to check in, it's something that we choose to do the 1st and 15th. Um, but you can, check a, you can pick a day a week or uh, a day a month, depending on how often you think you guys need it, and just check in with each other. Make sure um, there's no um, conflict to be solved, because you don't want that to turn into a, a huge argument, you know, because you didn't check in about it when it happened. So, yeah, just keeping, um, you know, small accounts and um, trying your best to not keep track of wrongdoing and, yeah supporting and loving loving each other as best you can well thank you guys so much for listening to the 7th of June podcast we'll catch you guys next time
0: Thank you so much for listening to the 7th of June podcast. We are so grateful for your support. If you would like to reach us, please email us at 7th of June Podcast at gmail.com. And that's 7, the actual number, TH of June podcast. If you like what you heard today, please download the show and share it with seven of your closest friends and loved ones. Until next time.